Welcome to Recalculating. This is Alana Kraus, and I'm joined by my father, Lee Kraus. This is a podcast focusing on using critical thinking to drive decision making. And today's episodes, we're focusing on who to ask for help. And so what does this actually mean? So we're focusing on how to find advisors with proven track record in a similar field, someone who understands the field you're in and have connections that can help accelerate you achieving your goals. So I think it's really, you know, it seems like such a simple question, who to ask for help. And a lot of times we'll just go to people that are convenient to us instead of really giving it some thought to see who could we talk to that would truly understand our problem and be able to give me a guiding light and help me out. And more likely than not, most people want to help you out. They're waiting for you to ask them. They're willing to help you. And it's worth playing the numbers game and look for the best person that you can ask, not the easiest person that you can find. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting. So when we did a survey of hundreds of people, we basically found that a majority would go to kind of their inner circle for advice on certain topics. So we're talking about your parents, your significant other, really close friends, some of your family, because that was just something where it seemed like if I need help, I'm going to ask someone, you know, that's close to me. And what ended up happening is that we saw a lot of individuals who were being given advice to people who had little knowledge about the actual field and situation, right? Their main kind of ad there was just that they knew the person. Right, but so you're taking advice from somebody that may not even have the capability or giving it the thought that's required and you're taking it as fact as opposed to opinion. And I think that's where people get into trouble and they don't realize that if you want to take advice from somebody, search out for people that, you know, the advice they're giving to you is based on either facts, a proven experience, not just what they think and feel. Exactly. And it's the case too. So when we're interviewing individuals and asking, you know, who are your advisors and mentors, a lot of individuals, especially those, you know, just starting college are like, well, actually, I haven't really found mentors or advisors, but they had a lot of personal relationships or, you know, they connected with a teacher, but then felt like they couldn't consider them a mentor or advisor because it was part of their job, right? Like those sorts of things. And I think something that we really wanted to emphasize is that still counts as an advisor and a mentor. And there's ways where you could continue that relationship, you know, to get their insights and opinions from people who are, you know, more involved in the field. And that's totally okay, totally normal thing to happen. So I think a really good example is when um, Daphna was looking for advice on what internships to take. And her uncle, you know, casually said, go contact somebody in the field. And she went and sent emails and tracked them down and ended up talking to a big anchor at one of the major networks that actually called her back, got advice on whether she should do a journalism internship abroad or try to do something in the States and really sent her off on a really great course. She talked to someone that had done it before and knew what they were getting into 
what was going to be most beneficial for her career. I think that's a perfect example of really going outside of your comfort zone and trying to track down people that can really give you solid advice based on experience. Yeah. And I I think that really ties into the point where people inherently want to help. You know, a lot of people didn't get to the position that they are without the help of others and mentors and advisors along the way. People love giving back. So to not hesitate to think, oh, it's a long shot to reach out to this person just to ask a question because you'll be surprised what ends up happening. So let's jump into. So in the last episode, we talked about the different types of navigators, explorers, people that are going off and aren't really sure what they want to do and are exploring to figure out what what is going to connect with them and push them in a direction. And then we had planners that were people that really understood what they wanted to do and planned out their future. And the last one was drivers that have a driving passion that's ultimately pushing them in a particular direction. And so for each of those, when they look for advisors, there's something that they can look for that is different. So for somebody that is a planner, right, let's just go through planners, you can find people that have done similar things in your field that have done it themselves, have gone through it, and can give you real advice on what it's going to take to be successful, what decision points are important, what are the the data that you need to move forward with that decision. You can get great advice for people that have done similar or exactly what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. For planners, I think it's it just seems focused on what you want. Explorers, I think, becomes a little bit more difficult because they're out there trying to figure out, you know, exploring and different paths to try to figure out ultimately what they want to do and how they want to use their skill set. So they can't just focus on any one particular person. So I think it's important that you get some advice from explorers that had outcomes similar to what you want to have. You know what I mean? And so if an explorer that traveled the world and looked for bettering humanity or, or looked for you know, whatever was out there that they're ultimately searching for, maybe that's the person that you should talk to. Or people that were from your same university that also went off exploring. I think that Explorer to me is the most difficult one because you're really not sure what you want. And so you really, ultimately, it's hard to pick, well, who should you listen to? So I think there, what you want to try to do is pick people that you can trust, that are telling you the truth, and that have had experiences and made decisions that you view as being good. Yeah, I think also the key for explorers is you're kind of exploring in terms of your mentorship and advisors, right? So learning from people when they were in your position, like you're in college, what were they thinking about? What was their passion? What were their skills? Where did they end up going? And kind of understanding what you like about what they do, what you don't like what they do. And if you can feel like, wow, I really relate to this person and I feel like we connect. Once you have that connection, I think that's really helpful in terms of explorers. Right. I also think that not only is it a personal connection, but there has to be a thought process. You understand the thought process and you feel that the thought process is logical. There's substance behind it 
I think is ultimately going to give you a better outcome. You have to be careful not to take advice from people that are the opposite of what you're doing because they're not going to be able to give you effective advice. They're going to give you their bias. And I don't think you really want that either. So to me, explorers are the most difficult in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely see that. So the last one was drivers. And I think drivers really are the middle of the road. So, you know, you want to do something in the medical profession, you know, you want to save the planet, you know, you want to do something that supports your strong beliefs. So you can look for people in those fields as advisors. So if you want to go into the medical field, you can talk to people that are nurses or doctors or pharmacists or, you know, EMTs, whatever it is that you're driving towards and get inputs from them on their decision-making, what they went through, what worked, what didn't work. And I think that, so it's kind of in the middle. You you almost have a wider range of people that you can work with. But again, I think that when you take advice from people, you want to ensure that there is some thought behind their decisions and their outcomes were, were what you would expect. And it wasn't purely by luck. It was truly by decision being able to pivot, understand the domain. For sure. And so I think like overall, you know, everyone can benefit from this strong set of trusted advisors, whether or not you're a college student, someone starting their career, a CEO of a company, right? Everyone needs that support system. So big picture, I know we just went through based off of the type of navigator you are, what type of advisors you should look for. I think big picture, we could break it down into three types of advisors, advisors who have done similar things to you, finding individuals who've succeeded in a similar field. That can be something that's really, really helpful. I think the second is have a deep understanding of what you're trying to do, right? So understanding the process and can help unlock some barriers during that. And then the third is about individuals who have connections in the field, and that's something that can help open doors. And I think, honestly, a fourth that we we don't talk about so much is, you know, having advisors that just really know who you are, your belief system, your overall goals, and are kind of more of a cheerleader and help you to kind of check yourself before you wreck yourself. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess that feels a little bit more informal to me. So so let's give some examples that let's kind of get some concrete here. So for advisors who are familiar with and understand your entire situation, you know, what type of person is that? What's an example of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess for me, so in school, I had this professor, Dr. R, and like I had a class with her and thought she was super awesome and started doing some academic research with her eventually, you know, relating critical thinking and problem solving and also some more like materials related things. And with her, she came to just understand me as a person, right? She saw me during my highs, during my lows, and just knew who I was, what I was passionate about, you know, the type of worker that I was. So, you know, we're building this relationship over a couple of years. At the end, that's when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to start an industry or go to grad school. So with Dr. R, that was something where she she knew different sides of me, 
but also was careful not to get overly biased during the decision-making process. Because from her perspective, academics inherently are going to think that maybe you should go into academia, right? Because that's what they did. They have a career. They're successful. They're happy. But she really knew me and knew how I operated and helped guide me through the process without pulling me towards grad school or industry and help support me and, you know, help me come to my final decision and final understanding of actually this is what I want to do. You know, I want to work in industry. I'm really excited about this role and this job and go from there. And I think her deep understanding of me personally really helped because she saw many dimensions to me, right? Not only my academic side, but how I interacted with people and my leadership skills. And those were things that were really strong and pulled me one way or the other. That's really, really good. So I can talk a little bit about, you know, getting advisors that have done similar things. I think that one of the things that to me, when we were starting one of our our companies, uh, we must have spent two years tracking down companies that we thought would be interested in our product and gaining confidence from them, proving that what we were saying was true. I think took us two years before they were willing to move forward and work with us on the products and then ultimately being able to sell the company to one of them. Years later, when we went and said we we figured out a better way to do it, I mean, the same process that took two years, having done it once before, right, we were able to get it done by going to a single conference, meeting people, talking to them, showing them results of our study and able to move forward much faster. And I think the the real gist of that is that if you talk to people that have already done things that are similar to what you're trying to do, they have the connections, they understand the pivot points, they understand the data that you need in order to be successful. And they have the ability to open doors to say, you need to talk to John at this company and I can send an email to him and get you set up. And I think those are the things by going to and reaching out to people that have done similar things in fields that are identical, that have had success, you're really going to be able to take advantage of them as as advisors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'd even say if you want to go work for a, a Fortune 500 company out of school and you have friends that have gone and went to work for them or people that were in your fraternity or sorority or just in one of your clubs, it would be great being able to reach out to them and say, what is it really like to work there? You know, how did the interview process work? Who should I be asking for? How do I know when it's going well? What departments do I really want to work in? And in doing that, you'll have a much better understanding of what it's going to take to get from point A to point B and be prepared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you've experienced that. You see that. For sure. And I think especially understanding, you know, searching for mentors in these way, finding someone who's done what you're trying to do to kind of speed up that process. That's something that you should be seeking out, right? I don't think you're going to get extra kudos for doing it the hard way versus utilizing your network and your resources to learn from others, learn from their experiences and use that to move forward to your goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking the shortcut is always the best way to go. If you're going to get to the same end result, take the shortcut. Yeah. You know, pivot and move, pivot and move. For sure.
And so now when we're talking about an example of an advisor that was like a more well-connected that can kind of help you achieve your goals. I know you had to mention the one about the connection to Daphna and her internship. I guess another one was I had a research professor in college who was so well-known and well-connected in the field. And he's someone who I don't think I had like an extra close relationship with him, but he knew me. He knew how I worked. You know, he knew the type of work that I produce. And he would help me when I needed it, right? Like making connections with different researchers to collaborate on or for different journals that he was helping and knew the process on how to get published in these specific journals. Those are things that were extremely helpful to my career, you know, my research career in college, that if I didn't have him as advisor for that, it would be so much harder. Yes, an excellent one. That's excellent. I think another one is that you know, you talk about the people that are just well-connected. And I think that understanding that they're going to be able to pass you off to somebody else that will give you the details that you need in order to succeed. So I think that, you know, when you look for advisors, you know, instead of just thinking of the people you know, it's also, you know, your circle of people they know and being able to even hop outside of the circle and realize that, you can look beyond your immediate family. You can go out and say, this is the type of person that I'm looking for and figure out how do I find them? Who knows them? And it may not take you a day. It may take a week, but it's all doable. And just put the energy in it because it'll be well worth it. You'll gain greater understanding and improve your chances of achieving whatever it is that you want to do. It's just improving your ability to get data and data points in order to make better decisions. And that's that's really what it comes down to. Your advisors are there to help you understand the data points, to allow you to make de- better decisions and give you advice in how the decision process works. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I know, I guess, you know, this concept we're talking about advisors and mentors and I think it can kind of be a little bit of an overwhelming topic at times. Maybe if you're starting out, you just got to college or you just started out in a job and you feel like you're just not really connected with these people and this field. And it feels like, well, where do I even start? And I think something that's helpful is to break it down, right? It shouldn't be so intimidating. You're going and connecting with people. Talk to a professor reach out to a TA and ask them, you know, beyond just what's the answer to this question, but what did you study in school? How did you get to where you are now? Those are little pieces of information that is kind of helping you in a way, right? This person might not be your official mentor or advisor yet, but you're getting signaled to understand, oh, is this person on a path that I'm interested in? Maybe I should probe more. Maybe we can connect more. I also think that, you know, you're getting to a really good point that when you talk to somebody, they may sound very impressive, but you really want people that have done what you're looking for or have truly experienced it. And it's not just about the talk, it's about the decision-making. It's about how are they really going to pull this off? 
How did they really make decisions? Was it purely luck? Did they fall into it? You know, I mean, if you talk to people or did they really ultimately make decisions and make things happen for them? Because that's ultimately going to determine whether or not it's worth taking decisions from them. I mean, for myself, we had investors at one time that were extremely, extremely successful people, but really did not understand the field that we were going after. And they were trying to give us advice. And, you know, initially it was like, wow, they've been so successful, they must be right. And as we went through, we realized now, just because they've been successful in a particular field doesn't mean they're right. And I think that that's why you need to really look at people and understand what they're doing more than just the talk. And just because they say something, do a little research too. For sure. And I think another thing, too, is understanding the difference between formal and informal advisors. I feel like a lot of times when we're talking to people, it's like, oh, well, I don't actually have a mentor or advisor. But it's like, but you have a professor that you go to to ask about life questions and questions about the field. That is a mentor and advisor. It's okay to have informal advisors, right? Where you never said, thank you for being my mentor, but you find the insights and information they're giving you helpful and directive to your life. Or you might have formal mentors, whether it be a part of a mentor pairing program, or you really connected to someone and said, hey, do you mind if I set up time monthly to kind of have a mentorship connect? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good point. There are mentorship programs in, in in college that you can take advantage of. There's mentorship programs in industry. In just about every job that you apply to, there's going to be someone that's going to help train you and lead the way. You can take advantage of them for a mentor, or you can use them to hop to other people that mentor them to get to what you need. And I think that's so important in understanding how to take information from people, even if it's an informal, how to go from informal to a formal mentorship, and also how to take advantage of those opportunities. As you said before and earlier, people really do want to help you. We've all struggled in our careers, and the ability to help somebody else out is kind of the give back. Everybody wants to do the give back. Even if you're super busy, you want to be able to try to fit it into your day. And out of all the times that I've reached out of my comfort zone and tried to get someone to be a mentor or be involved in something that I was doing, every one of them was willing to talk to me, give me time, and ultimately able to help me out if they were the right person or pass me off to somebody else. And I think that that's what's so important. And also along that journey, you're also meeting new people, understanding what they did, how they were successful. And you're able to do the mental math on, does that apply to me? Can I use that information? If I come upon something similar, would I do a similar thing? I think those are so important and we take them for granted. And it's kind of those experiences that you're tucking away in the backpack. Right. That's what really what that experience of the backpack is and ultimately be able to use it at a later date. And I think that's really key. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that's so important to emphasize. Not only are these advisors helpful in you better understanding your goals, what it takes to get to where you want to go. But a huge part is in a way you're taking their experiences as your own. Like maybe they learned some specific lesson along the way. Maybe they realize, you know, a certain thing along the journey. That's something where 
you take that signal and you tuck it away in your pocket so that later on you're like, well, wait a second. This person had mentioned that through this painful experience, you know, whatever it be, you can take insights from other people's career journey and use it as your own. And that's kind of the beauty of you having advisors. I think that's true. And I look back, you know, even in my college days, I had mentors and advisor. Say when I first started to work, I definitely had mentors that were willing to help me out and help me exceed in my field. And I think as I became successful in it, I've always tried to get back and willing to talk to people, trying to help them out. And even within our small company, you know, anytime we hire somebody, we try to pair them up and have somebody that's ultimately mentoring them and helping them out. So I think it's really key. And I think it's something that people want to do, take advantage of it. It's not, you shouldn't be afraid of it. Shouldn't yeah. be afraid to ask. For sure. For um, and I think another topic I wanted to cover is the fit of the mentor. Not all mentors are going to be the right fit. Not all mentors are going to be your mentors for forever, right? Like a lot of times maybe you'll get paired up in a formalized mentor program and you can kind of connect with the person, but maybe you don't feel like they're really helping, right? Like that they really know what your goals are and where you want to go. Maybe they become a good friend or maybe they become your go-to person. It's okay for it to be one way or or the other. You never want to force fit a mentor because you're going to find a good fit. And that might take some time. That might take some asking. Who else do you recommend me connecting with? Do you have anyone that you think would be good to introduce me to? Asking those types of questions will help you navigate into a pocket of mentors that are for you. I think that's really, really important. And I also think that it's okay to switch. You don't have to be married to someone forever. And at the same point, I think there are some good things where you have certain mentors that you do stay in touch with. You develop a bond and you continue to work with them. I also think that even if you had a mentor and you're separated for a while and you want to get advice into the future, it's okay to reach back out to them. I'm sure they're going to want to help you catch up to what you're doing. I think it's all going to work out. I also think that if you take anything away from this, before you just say, I'm going to ask my parents or my spouse or my best friend for advice, just take a step back and think a little bit. Who do I know that's done something similar that I could ultimately take advice from and ultimately be able to help me in making a better decision. Mm -hmm. And if you can think about that, that's the person that you wanna talk to. And once you figure that out, then you can look at, well, how do I get to that person? Because it may take some hops, but you can do it. And I think it's really worth the time. I can't stress it enough. It's really worth the time to go and get people that have done it, people that uh, are doing similar things and take advantage of that and helping you with your decision process. Mm-hmm. I think this one could be a wrap unless there's an er- another area that you want to cover, Lana. No, I, I think we're all good. Big picture, never be afraid to ask. Never be afraid to connect. Use your network wisely. And I feel like everyone is always pleasantly surprised by the impact of mentors. I agree with that. And really what you want to do is... How quickly can I improve my decision-making? Using the mentor's experiences, you're improving your decision-making. And if you think about that, 
That's really the beauty of it because it's giving you a thought process, it's giving you data points, it's helping you develop shortcuts, and it's really improving your critical thinking, which goes back to what recalculating is all about. Take advantage of them, they're gonna help you. All the insight you gain is gonna go in your backpack and you're ultimately going to be more successful as you move forward in life and in all your decisions. Awesome. So until next time, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Recalculating. For more content, visit our website, www.recalculating.me. On our website, you can find more podcasts just like this one, blog posts. You can sign up for our monthly newsletter and connect with our Instagram account to make sure you're continuing to bring in the recalculating concepts and apply it to your life. Happy recalculating.